Welcome to the Self-Help Songwriter Podcast, a place for self-healers, songwriters, and music lovers. I'm Hannah Francis, a singer-songwriter who is obsessed with self-help and life and songwriting, and I am just certain that the answers to life's big questions lie within each of us. And on this podcast, we search for these answers by analyzing songs and things related to songs and songwriting. Today we have a very special episode for you. Um, A little bit of a more maybe somber episode than normal Um, because one week ago, one week ago, um, last Saturday, November 5th, a really dear friend um, passed away and so I really want to talk about him. And he was a huge figure in the Stockholm music scene. He was not a musician himself, but he was a huge patron. And you would see him everywhere. He was really widely loved in the community by all of us musicians and, you know, audience members alike. He's just, it's a huge, huge loss, Um, not only personally, but for the whole community. His name is George Boys. I haven't said his name yet. George, Georgie boy. (laughs) Oh my goodness. He was such a dear friend who not only was a part of the Izzy family. And if you don't know what I mean, when I say Izzy family, just Google Izzy Young and things will come up. I-Z-Z-Y Young. And so George in his, in the last few years, um, most of the time that I lived in Stockholm, so about the last 10 years, because I lived in Stockholm from 2012 until one year ago, um, 2021. And throughout that time, well, while it was open, I would hang out at the Folklore Center often, very often. And and George would also hang out there very often. And what I remember most about him is just hanging out with Izzy. And um, if there would be someone... My favorite, like my happiest time seeing George would be in a situation where maybe Izzy was talking to somebody at the store. And so I felt like a little, maybe a little bit bored. And then, and then I would see George coming up the street and I'm like, George is here. It was like playtime. George is just, so he was originally from the U.S., um, from Connecticut, but he lived in Sweden for decades. He raised his children there and married a couple times there and George was just such a tension reliever so he when he died he was 80 but we really thought he was so vital he had so much energy I thought that he would have so much more so much more time or at least like five more years I thought um so I wanted to give you guys a list of five ways to be more like George so that you can elevate your life um using like just being inspired by this man who really, in my opinion, like just exemplifies everything that we talk about here. Everything that like I want to be, I want to be more like George. So I wanted to talk about it and I wanted, I hope that you will 
really enjoy this and take something from this episode. And um, I will post some pictures of George um, on my Instagram and Facebook. Um, just, yeah, that so that you can kind of, that exemplify some of the points I'm going to make, <laughs> which are fun. Okay. Oh, George, man, it's just so weird. Let me just say, if you just, when some, when you lose someone and George wasn't like my grandpa or anything, although to be honest, he's the last person of like that generation who I'm close to that I had. And I lost my grandparents a while ago and I lost Izzy three and a half years ago. And I've been saying ever since I lost Izzy, I've been saying, at least I still have George. So it's, I don't know. It felt, it feels like family, you know, but not as close as, you know, anyway, enough, enough of the <laughs> minimizing it, but you understand what I'm saying. Just, but when you lose someone, it's, it's so strange and it's also, but it's also sweet because you love them. And so thinking about them is just like so nice. And like, of course there's the part where like, okay, you don't get to talk to them again. And that's like, that's the worst. That's just the worst, right? You have to like, you have to cry about that. You have to like, yeah, you have to process that. But, and I don't know if that ever really gets 100% better. I think we always miss the people that we love and we always miss the people who we kind of, who become like part of the furniture of our lives, who kind of become like our way of orienting ourselves in the world. And then when we lose someone who's, who's our way of like understanding the world, it's like very disorienting. So that's just how I've been feeling a little bit this week. And um, yeah, if you're out there and if you, you know, if you're someone who also is missing George, like, yeah, right there with you. And if you're missing anybody, I'm right there with you, okay? So, but let's, you know, let's make this positive. Let's just be inspired by the absolute sunbeam and ball of silliness that was George Boys. Because <laughs> we can all, all learn from him. Okay, I have five ways to be more like George Boys so you can stop being so sad and boring. That's what I'm calling it. I'm like, I'm bringing back the blog. I think I'm going to, that sounds like a blog. I don't know. (laughs) That's the title of this uh, episode anyway. Number one, read your friend's poetry over the phone. This is just the cutest thing that you can do. And having, just having poetry that you like enough to share is just a very good personality trait to have, I think. (laughs) And especially if you think back to poems or maybe poems that your family loved or that your parents loved or that one of your friends loved or that someone who you're inspired by loves. Um, just sharing that with people, the people who you love, I think is really special. Um, he would often, George would often read me his mom's poetry. I think he would do, I mean, he would read a lot of people, his mom's poetry. I think a lot of us have been read George's mom's poetry and she was an incredible, she was, such a great poet, actually. Actually, I will read um, one of her poems at the end here. Number two, attend as many concerts as possible. Now, this is the biggest point because you guys don't even understand. You will never understand. And honestly, I will never understand the energy that this man had. He, He had Parkinson's, okay? Like, he, he had, he was not, 
you know, in the most physically um, optimal state to be so active. But this guy, I would run into him. I would maybe go to two gigs at the most per day. And I would run into him at the first one and he would tell me about something else that he was going to and it wasn't the thing I was going to go to. And then I would run into him at the thing I was going to go to and I was like, hey, I thought you weren't coming to this. He's like, yeah, well, I went to that thing. It was boring and I'm going to go to this other thing after this. It was like... Uh, he just went to so many things. He pay, he went to so many concerts. He really knew everything that was going on and he really made sure to show up and to be out in the world and to like be active and to see culture and just be a part of life. He was just so engaged with life and especially with music. That brings me to my next point, number three, dance at every opportunity. And so George, often at these concerts that he would go to, a million concerts, he would often dance or find some opportunity to dance there. He would often have a few different women who would be very willing to dance with him. It's like, he was just, you know, he was just one of these guys who just had just this light around him. And was just so open to like maximizing the moment. So whenever you're out, just look around. Can you do a little boogie? Like, can you dance right now? Can you just dance like right now? <laughs> That's a question that you should ask yourself way more often. Because the question, the answer to that more often than you think is, yes, I can, I can dance. And this leads all the lead, the points lead into the next point number four sing a lot even if you can't sing and even if it's inappropriate to the con to the moment just sing <laughs> one of my favorite memories of george is during the intermission of a small concert um at larry's corner and he goes up to the mic which was still on and he just <laughs> starts First, he starts just giggling, and then he starts singing like he's like <laughs> he had this laugh that was like, <laughs> and so he goes up to the mic and he goes, <laughs> and then he starts saying, "Hey, diddle diddle the cat in the fill." Like he couldn't he couldn't sing. He was just like <laughs> coming as close to singing as he could at least, and he was just he had such like a subversive attitude and. <laughs> So that leads into point number five perfectly. Never take anything seriously, especially yourself. Because <laughs> that was his best quality. He always added levity. So wherever you are, if you can just smile, if you, I know that sounds like annoying or like you're not taking things seriously enough. But the thing is, like in life, we only things just are not that serious, you know, like even in the darkest moments, you, it would be appropriate. It, it's appropriate to be happy in every moment, you know, essentially, because we're alive. That's like one, that's one angle. I'm, that is, you know, I, I understand, you know, if you're really, really depressed then it's like, you don't want to fucking hear it, but I'm not talking to you. <laughs> if I'm, if, if that's true for you, I'm so sorry. And like, holy shit, just get through it. You'll be fine. Just it'll, it'll, it'll pass. But if you're someone who 
has moods, okay? For example, there I know there are a lot of songwriters who listen to this, a lot of people who are interested, who feel deeply, okay? You are someone who whose moods are, you, you might be more easily suggestible than you'd like to admit, okay? So just suggest more positive things to yourself. Be like George, okay? Look for the poetry. Attend as many concerts as possible. Go to where the live music is. Dance at every opportunity. Sing at every opportunity, even if it's not appropriate. Just make sure that you're oriented at all times towards the joy because it's always there to some degree. And just never take anything more seriously than you need to because... Life is so precious and we're so, so lucky to be here. And it's really honoring life to, to bring levity to it. It's honoring life to be more playful and to be more appreciative and loving and silly and uh, embarrass yourself a little bit, you know, for entertainment. <laughs> You know, it doesn't matter. Just be be more fun, basically, and be be that person. Bring the energy into your life that you are craving. I think that we all we all just need a George. We all need more George in our lives. So we have to be the George. Now we really have to be the George. And um, yeah, actually, it's funny. He does kind of appear he had glasses also and he was bald also similarly to George from Seinfeld I always think about George from Seinfeld that was the first George I knew but this is the most important George to me so I hope that I hope that you got something out of this episode and I hope that this also inspires you to reach out to the people um the older people in your life and the people who are the lights in your life and be around them more call them more and be that person yourself. So I will close this podcast with reading a short little poem by George's mom, Rachel, Rachel Boyce or Rahel. Anyway, I'll remember him. Let's see if I cry. Oh my God. <laughs> Lol. Why am I doing this? Um, <laughs> I'll remember him when the first croak. I don't even know how to say this, you guys. Anyway, crocus, crocus. I'll remember him when the first crocus blossoms, when the first snowflakes fly with each. Oh my God, I can't see through my tears, you guys. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Oh, I'm not editing. Here, you get to hear the messiness, the chaos. That's my brand. Anyway, starting over. I'm going to just do my best, okay? I'm going to do my darndest. And we're just going to get through it. And you're going to understand it. Okay? She's very good. But I'm a very bad reader. So don't judge this based on how I'm reading it. Okay? I'll remember him when the first crocus blossoms. When the first snowflakes fly. With each inchoative achievement of my children. Like their first try. Cry. Like their first cry. Excuse me. And I'll remember him when grief misplaces laughter, when pain dislocates joy, when loneliness is a companion, when silence has a voice. Oh, yeah, why did I even read that? Of course I'm going to cry. So 
that he yeah his mom was a beautiful beautiful writer and she has her own life story i'm sure she was incredible i i never got to meet her but he talked about her a lot and he even once um, read me like we were on the phone for like more than two hours and he read me i think he read me her entire autobiography <laughs> two hours i did i had planned like i was doing other stuff around the house i had him like on speakerphone like it was very i mean it was very interesting it was just like i felt like i had an audiobook <laughs> i should have recorded it you know it was really like an audiobook that would have been like that I would have treasured that <laughs> I should have recorded it I don't know how to anyway that's creepy to re- record phone calls anyway <laughs> thanks you thank you guys so much for listening and for indulging me with this I hope you guys got a lot out of that and are really inspired um, yourselves and I will leave you with the outro I have an incredible interview for you next week and thanks for being here y'all Thank you for listening to this episode of the self-help songwriter podcast. I love making this podcast for you and I hope you love listening. And if you do, please leave me a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to this podcast. It helps me so much and it's just really encouraging and really nice. So thank you. And please send this to anyone, a friend of yours who is interested in music and songwriting. And if you yourself are curious about songwriting, but don't know exactly how to get started, I have a free worksheet for you. And if you would like to have a closer contact with me, I have a free monthly Zoom concert where I'm playing songs for you guys live. So I would love, love, love to see you there. There are, of course, more ways to work with me. I'm a songwriting coach and I also write personalized songs. So you can check everything out on my website, selfhelpsongwriter.com. And I'm on all of the socials. If I didn't mention that before, just pretty much anywhere, self-help songwriter. Okay. The links will be in the description and I'll encourage you one last PSA just to go out and spend some money on your local music scene. That is so important. And I got some incredible episodes coming out for you guys. I cannot wait for you to hear them more interviews and more song breakdowns and songwriting tips. And if there's any songwriter that I have not had on that you would like me to have on or any song that you would like for me to break down, please let me know. My email is selfhelpsongwriter at gmail.com. By the way, if you are not on social media, the information will all be in the description. And until next time, just one more thing, one more thing. Okay. It's important. Listen. Okay. Seriously. Just please. Enjoy your life. Thanks. The power of music. We're learning how to use it now. Self-help songwriters. It's hard to be human, but songs can help you heal yourself. Self-help.